0: Ladies and gentlemen, before we get started today, please remove all hats, caps, beanies, and headbands. Place your hand over your heart and please rise for the national anthem. Dress it up and make it real for me. <laughs> Whatever that f man. <laughs> Dress it up and go to Nassau 200 miles on the dash Got about a pound of a gas Switching lanes in the Grand Rapids We're the one that kept it cool without 10-star acting Shooter like film and I'm moving Y'all don't know the Mavericks We ballin' like Marsh Magnus All these cops should make it tragic Hold on while they're living live Like I'm for the Mavericks I don't want to Yeah! You know what time it is, man. It's March Madness. I had to play the national anthem real quick to get us fired up and get prepped for today, man. What's going on, man? I haven't talked to you guys in what two weeks. The boy been on vacation, man. I've been on vacation. I've been on vacation. If I sound different, if I sound a little better, if I if I sound a little clearer than I do usually, it's because I'm coming to you now from a MacBook Air. Thank you, Uncle Joe, because boy. It's different over here, I'm not going to hold you It's different over here, it's different It's different, uh, My, it's brought my productivity levels up high I feel good, I'm happy to be here, I'm happy to be back Alright, I'm happy to be back I have not spoken to you all in two weeks And a lot has popped off in my absence, man And we're going to discuss some things today We are going to discuss some things today And we're going to talk about how the NCAA women's basketball teams have been mistreated In their bubble, we're gonna talk about. uh, We're gonna recap the round of 64. I'm not gonna get into the uh, the 32. I don't think. Don't think I'm really touched that because it's been you know the games they move so fast. But I do want to talk about the round of 64 and what we saw there. And uh, yeah, but go blue. You know the vibes. Go blue tonight. Um, Then I want to talk about the NFL free agency frenzy. And on top of that, Aaron Jones and Dak Prescott's situation alone, you know, together want to talk about them separately. I wanna talk about the NFL's new T V deals, because that's pretty important. And last but not least, this is something I was talking about with my guy Angelo about my take on, you know, watching boxing and MMA. Because now over the weekend there was both fire cards. Um, from both sides, but a couple weeks ago, you know, they gassed up. What was that? UFC 259. They gassed it up with all the title fights on there, and boy, it was a snooze fest. So we're going. That's the last thing we're going to talk about today. But let's get started, man. So we all know that the March Madness has started for the NCAA uh, the college basketball teams. Both men's and women's tournaments have started, and there was there were some things going on. So. The first TikTok I saw actually came from uh, one of the guys And he was just saying how it was uh, You know, the, the bubble wasn't really up to par And, you know, I, it wasn't that big of, a deal, big of a deal to him But he did speak about that And then on Twitter One of the young ladies from the bubble Showed us their so-called gym And it just looked like A couple dumbbells and Wasn't really much to see Uh, Dog I've seen bigger gyms In hotels It looked like a hotel gym I've seen people with basements There there are basement gyms That were better than this Uh, Apartment complex gyms Why MCA gyms Bro They are high school gyms better, Better than what the NCAA Gave the women Why are these women being treated like second class citizens Because that's what they are are they not playing at the top of their level? at the, at the top of their level, uh, hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me relax. It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> are they not playing at the top level in their sport? Is what I'm asking. Is this not all? You know, Division One basketball. Are they not on a national stage? Are they not in the biggest tournament in their sport? Because they are. They are. Then, on top of that, you know. She also compared their welcome. I guess it was their uh, their welcome packs with the shirts, hoodies, and bottles, and all that stuff. Compared to the guys, they didn't get too many goodies. They didn't get too many. Why? Why couldn't they get the same welcome pack? Why not? Why couldn't they get the same welcome pack? It, it shouldn't have. It couldn't have been that hard. A couple hoodies with the March Madness logo on there. You know, water bottles, all that good stuff. Like, why? Why are these ladies being treated like second rate citizens? Seriously, you got, and then then the food was even bad You got, the guys had a goddamn buffet And then the ladies looked like they were being served prison food Come on, man, come on, what are we doing here? You guys already know I do not like the NCAA I hate the NCAA, I hate it And that's why the cover of today's episode was my guy Isaiah Livers With the hashtag, uh, hold on, what was it? What did the shirt say? Hold up. Hashtag because I want to get it completely right. Hashtag in hashtag not NCAA property because that's that's essentially the ooh good bucket. I'm sorry. Um, I'm recording and watching a game at the same time, but um, so I might I might be giving you guys a little commentary by the way, so you guys are going to enjoy that if it comes if it comes down to that, but. That's essentially what they are they, They're a property They can't even own their likeliness They can't own They can't get paid it's, this. These are unskilled I mean these are skilled Unpaid laborers So when we talk about that It should not the, the whole who brings in the money Shouldn't be an argument here When we're talking about unpaid workers Because that's what they are They're unpaid workers Unpaid Unpaid So money shouldn't even be an argument Shouldn't be an argument money should not be a, a question or you, a part of why that you know these women aren't getting treated with respect this shouldn't this shouldn't be in the question and then it's always they always want to bring up the ratings you know what just because you don't watch them play doesn't mean somebody isn't okay okay that's the truth just because you don't watch what's going on doesn't mean they don't have an audience because if they didn't have an audience, we wouldn't be there wouldn't be having no, there would be no conversation to be had, but clearly they have an audience. There are men and women, boys and girls who enjoy watching all basketball, not just men's college basketball, but women's basketball as well. And deeper than that, I promise you, <laughs> Any starter, bench, or reserve NCAA women's basketball player will cook any of you sexist weebs in the BR or ESPN or Sports Center comments. Like, hold, hold your tongue and stay out of women's business. All right, there's there's no need to. I hate. I, I've I've talked about this before, especially during International Women's Month. We're not going to do this. We shouldn't be doing it at all. But we're not going to do. Y'all not going to do this. This this notion of you know women not being able to play a, a sport. Or, or be good at a sport Dog I I promise you Pick any of those women Build a starting five Of any women In these NCAA teams Take their starting five And bring them Bang That's a three Sorry about that Well bring them to your uh Your boy starting five At the LA Fitness And let's see a game of 21 How about that Since y'all so big and bold Behind the Behind the cameras I mean uh behind the Keyboards man Come on let's be real here Let's be Let's be weird be real no wow let's be real but this is why the women in the wnba fought so hard for their new cba agreement this is what this is this doesn't even stop when you get to the pros ladies it doesn't stop when you get to the pros Because the women who have gone on to play professional basketball had to fight for better airlines, had to fight for better hotel rooms, had to fight for their own hotel rooms and not bunking like they're in college or at an AAU tournament. There's probably kids in AAU tournaments who get treated better than NCAA women or WNBA women were treated. And it's the truth. It's the truth. They had to fight for that, bro. They had to fight for it. They had to fight for more pay. They had to fight for more money with the TV re- revenue. They had to fight for maternal leave. Come on. Come on. It's it's deeper than a weight room. It's deeper than that, man. It's deeper than that. It is. And then when you got guys like Nick Young coming out his neck sideways, Days after he just posted about International Women's Day He comes on here on Instagram in a comment section talking about Yeah, y'all the JV team, why y'all surprised, blah, blah, blah Bro, shut up, shut up Are you even playing? Are you playing? You're not in the NBA right now, right? I don't get it, I don't understand that How can How do I don't understand how a professional basketball player a man, a grown man can come. Excuse me, can come out of his mouth and, and say something stupid like that. There's, there's no, there's no place for that. There's no place for that. Hold up. Number three on Earl Roberts taking it down. Forty-three point four seconds left and counting. Eighty to seventy-eight. He's got it at the top of the key. 12's guarding him. Dribbles back to the logo. Nine seconds on the shot clock. He drives, kicks out the number eleven. It's up for the three. Oh, it's in and out. 12 gets the rebound. 26 seconds left in the game. Oral Roberts up 87. 10 puts it up for 3. Oh, it's off the rim. And it's right. rebounded by Oral Roberts. They lose it. They get it back. Oral Roberts gets it. And they're fouled with 16.3 seconds left on the clock. Could Oral Roberts be ready to shock the world once again? The number 15 seed is up eighty to seven. Sixteen 16.3 seconds left against number 7, ranked Florida. Wow, what a game, man. This is crazy. I know these guys, are, they, they need to change their name to the bracket busters Because nobody had them here Nobody 87, 80-78 Number zero from Oral Roberts is at the line with 16.3 seconds left Takes a deep breath Couple of dribbles It's up First one rims in and out Still 80-78 to 78. 16.3 seconds left once again Oral Roberts with three timeouts Florida with one Gets ready to take another shot. Second one is up. The second one is good. Will Florida take a timeout here? They will. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Um, but back to what I was saying. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. And then it gets, it gets even worse. It gets even worse. Have you guys ever been around like a, a younger cousin or a, a younger sibling, and they ask you for something multiple times? Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I get some? Can I get some? And you finally give them something. And it's like, hey, damn! But you like you really didn't want to give it to them, but you gave it to them so they can shut up. That's what the NCAA did with this new gym. Did you guys see the new updated gym? I wasn't satisfied. Some of the women were, but I wasn't satisfied for them. That was an embarrassment. It it didn't it really didn't get any better. It's just like. And they didn't do it out of their kindness of their heart or to satisfy the women that they've already wronged. They did it because they got caught. If this didn't blow up, they would have done anything. I I, I know, you know, social media can be, you know, a, a trash place and a bad thing. But social media is probably the best tool in the world right now. Better than any news outlet that you can do. So to a certain extent, when it comes to first hand footage. Because without social media, we probably would not have known about this. That's why social media is so big. I'm so glad that that tweet blew up and these TikToks and everything have blown up, so we can see what's really going on. Because without it, we would not have known. NCAA would have got gotten away with it. Um, you know, this is something that we'll continue to watch and how they come next year. Hopefully, they can come correct next year. But you know, that's just. Where I wanted to start today, I wanted to just talk about how, you know, the women, the women of the NCAA have been treated, and I'm glad they spoke out about it, and I'm glad that you know players in the WNBA and NBA alike have come to their support. Yeah, man, it's just, it's just, it's, it, it, it's like, what can you say? It's, it's embarrassing, it's gross, and it's just sad, man, for for the NCAA to to treat their players. Like that, you know, it's it's it was it was uncomfortable, you know, to be around. Okay, here we go. Sixteen seconds to counting left. Florida's bringing it up. They need a three to tie. Ten seconds on the clock. Step back for three. It's off the rim. It rims out. Florida rebounds it. Twenty three from the corner. It's out. Oh, Roberts moves on to the sweet sixteen. Wow! Wow! Get the hell out of here. Jesus. Wow. This is crazy, man. You talk about a Cinderella story. You talk about a Cinderella story. Wow. This is craziness. This is wild, man. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Can't believe it at all. So this is why they call it March Madness, man. Because that's what it is. Absolute madness. Um, so I got a little excited there, man. That was from last night's. So, what you just heard, uh, I guess the jig has been up for some time now, but I record these episodes the day before they drop. It's not like I'm live on a Monday or Friday morning. So, I was watching the Oral uh, Roberts in Florida game and it was happening live. So, I just decided to do you know a little live commentary for you guys. That's, that's all that was. But, um, anyway, so let's talk about. The men's tournament right now Let's get into that Because Will Roberts has just Done it again So Let's go back to A couple more Round of 64 Upsets So Will Roberts They beat Ohio State 75-73 And they just upset Florida Uh, It was an 81-78 So They're on to the Sweet 16 North Texas beat Purdue 78-69 Oregon State beat Tennessee seventy to fifty-six. Abigail Christian beat Texas fifty-three to fifty-two. Um this is the first time that four teams seeded 13 in the worst, have reached a round of thirty-two in a single NCAA tournament. I, I don't know if it's because of the there's no fans or you know minimum fans. And that's why these smaller schools are playing like this. But, wow, man, this is crazy. You know, I like to see the upsets. I always root for the underdog. You guys remember a couple of years back. Was I doing the pod yet? I don't think I was doing the podcast yet. It, I started it that year, but this was that the March Madness of 2018, I believe, when uh, UMBC upset and I, I told everybody. I, I called it. I picked them in my brackets and everything. I called it on Twitter. I said, "Bro, UNBC going to do this." I had a feeling they was going to win, and they did. You know, I love rooting for the underdog as long as they're not going up against my boys in blue. That's a, that's okay. Uh, you know, that's why you know, I was glad that we handled North uh, North Texas. I'm mean, excuse me, Texas Southern yesterday because you know I was happy to see some HBCU presence. Um, in the tournament. Wait to get to that after you know after I finish my point here, but um, as I was saying about the the, the upsets in the fans, you know these guys are used to playing with you know no little to no fans, and I guess maybe they have that advantage in a sense. Maybe they have an advantage. Maybe these big schools, you know, they need the roar of the fans to, to, you know, get their juices flowing. But, you know, it's like they've been playing under these circumstances all year. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I've never seen, obviously, nobody's ever seen anything like this. I know my bracket was cooked as soon as Ohio State went down. And, look, I told my guys, you know, a couple of us did a ESPN bracket challenge together in a group. And I told them, I said, bro, look. I'm going to be completely honest with you I don't know what the hell I just did I, I really don't I, I was not paying attention to college basketball this year Outside of Michigan Because I, I just didn't have a reason to So This is this is what my bracket is It was busted out the gate I had no problem with that As long as Michigan keeps advancing I'm fine I could care less about what else happens with my bracket My bracket is shot I, I don't care about my bracket anymore I just want Michigan to win That's it We got to keep winning We got LSU tonight Go Blue Go blue! Um, Now, as I was saying, there's been great to see HBCU presence in the mix as uh, you know Norfolk Norfolk State and Texas Southern became the uh, the first HBCU schools to win March Madness games in the same tournament. So you know I'm glad to see. You know, HBCUs making history and making their presence known on a national scale Speaking of HBCUs, this was something I saw in the last two weeks that was very interesting Give me one minute to pull it up One minute to pull it up Where did it go, man? I gotta go back to my Twitter uh, What's it called? Bookmarks pull this up it was something that had to do with cbs and HBCUs. okay here we go oh no i didn't save it oh man hold on i have to google it because i really like this hbcu cbs all right here we go so cbs sports to air hbcu all-star game beginning in twenty two twenty twenty two. 2022 Um, In New Orleans, so this starts next year So, here, I'll read a little bit of it A new college uh, basketball showcase Highlighting the best athletes From historically black colleges and universities Is coming to CBS uh, Television Network in 2022 CBS announced Thursday, it is partnering with HBCU All-Stars LLC to air the event, which will be played on the Sunday of Final Four weekend in the whole sitting airing live on CBS. The game is a part of a larger commitment made by Viacom CBS to HBCUs, with the company announcing the establishment of an annual scholarship fund and internship opportunities to engage and recruit the talented students of HBCUs. I like that. I like that. Um, Outside of the game, there will be the HBCU All-Star Game Experience, a week-long festival starting on Tuesday and concluding the Tuesday after the national championship game. The festival will celebrate black culture, black excellence, and black history. Uh, The partnership will kick off this year with the network televising three one-hour programs focused on HBCUs and their contributions to college basketball on Sunday, April 4th, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern the first two hours will feature documentaries on John McLendon, the first person to be inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame as both a coach and contributor, and one on, and one on Earl the Pearl Monroe and Winston-Salem State, the first HBCU to win an NCAA uh, title in any sport. The final four will feature an original program from CBS Sports showcasing HBC, uh, HBCU experience. And culture, the annual scholarship fund and internships opportunities set up as a partnership between Viacom, CBS, and HBCUs will also begin this year That's great, man, that's great, that's great, that's great When you you talk about, you know, doing something for the black community That's not just, oh, we're going to donate to Black Lives Matter Or we're going to donate to them, or we're going to do, no, 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 Let's actually do something of substance I'm not saying that money Isn't of substance But we don't know Where all that money goes To half the time But we know that Showcasing HBCU talent And and, and enriching HBCU students Is something that needs to be done And I'm glad it's being done So big ups by Viacom CBS working this out man Once again man Showcasing NCAA I mean excuse me HBCU talent On a national scale Is something that needs to be done And I'm excited about that I'm happy for them I'm glad they're getting this done That's a great thing man That's a great thing. Um, was there anything else I had as far as the tournament goes? I don't know. So far, man, I've I've been enjoying all the games. I've I've been keeping my eyes on all of the games. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about, um, you know, Michigan versus LSU tonight. You're already getting to know who I'm rolling with. Go blue, obviously for obvious reasons, right? Um, so yeah, man, that's all I got right now for the tournament. We'll talk about it again on Friday, obviously, as the week progresses. So let's move on to the NFL free agency frenzy, because man, guys are getting the bag. Guys are getting to the bag, and it's a lot of moving around going on. So let's get to it. Let's start off with the Patriots, because let me tell you something, y'all, y'all done pissed Bill off. Y'all pissed him off. I don't know why y'all chose to do that. But y'all did y'all. He saw your tweets. He saw your your memes. He saw everything. He watched the Super Bowl. He saw the celebration. He saw the media say, "Tom don't need Bill," and it was Tom all along. He saw it. He saw y'all talking trash. He saw y'all talking about trash, talking trash about Cam. And you know what his response to that was? I'm gonna I'm gonna resign him. I'm gonna give him another year. I had half my guys opt out last season. Injuries. We weren't ourselves. We weren't ourselves, but we bike now. We bike, and I got something for that ass. So this is what happened. They so here's 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 what they did. They trade for offensive tackle Trent Brown. They get him from the Raiders. Then they go out and they sign John New Smith. I love John New Smith. He was on my fantasy football team, but. He wasn't able to completely shine due to injury. And number eighty six, I hate number eighty six on the Titans. If you know, you know. They signed John o. Smith. Then they um they signed D tackle Davon Gachau. Then they move on. They signed D B Jalen Mills. I didn't really like this, like this move. I really didn't like Jalen Mills in Philly, but I think maybe maybe you know you never know in a new system guys can flourish, um you know in in a different defense. But I guess, you know, this is more of an assurance signing, but I like it, you know, to an extent. But I personally don't like Jalen Mills, but he could it could pan out. You never know. So then they go out and they, they sign a big, big deal with former Ravens linebacker Matthew Judon. I didn't see the Ravens keeping him. I didn't, I didn't think it would happen. I thought that he was going to go out and get big money elsewhere. But to go to New England and get it, that was crazy. Then they get wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. Another one that I wasn't too sure about, but you got to think. Um Cam needs all the help he can get, right? The those that, that receiving core needed all the help he can get. And hell, man, Nelson Aguilar could bring something to the table. They also got uh wide receiver, Kendrick Bohr. You know, he's a four year veteran. He's coming off a career high, forty nine catches for six hundred sixty nine yards and two touchdowns. Um he's having a good, you know, he, he this this could be his breakout right here. In, in, in New England. Then they go out and they get defensive lineman Henry Anderson. Henry Anderson, excuse me. Then they go out and get another top tight end. They take two of the top tight ends of free agency and, and get them both. Bro, Hunter Henry and John New Smith. I was already talking about John New and Cam killing it. But two tight ends and you get yourself some more receivers around you. Man tell you, man, this offense could be dangerous, man. I'm happy for Cam. Then they go out and they sign um Let me see. Oh, yeah, they signed another, another center. Then uh, linebacker, former Patriot, came back home from Miami. Kyle Vannoy, he's back. Um, then they go sign defensive lineman, Montrevious um, Adams, and the linebacker, Raquan McMillan. So they stack up on offense and defense. Stack up on offense and defense. The Bills? I mean, excuse me, not the Bills. No, Bill and the Patriots, man. They might be making some noise this year. You know, everything looks good on paper. Everything looks good on paper We don't know how all of these guys will gel And how, you know, injuries Everybody just had to stay healthy Right? Especially Johnny and Cam They gotta stay healthy Because they're the key to this operation To me They're the key They're the key Um, And who else So I liked I liked a lot of the moves that the uh, Patriots made I think that Bill You know, he saw what y'all said And he said, I got something for that ass He He, he said that That's what he said that's what he said. Um, let's see the Browns. The Browns they made a they made a couple moves as they signed. Uh, so they signed a former they signed a couple former Rams, right? Yeah, they signed a couple former Rams. So let's talk about that. Uh, give me one minute here. Pulling. I'm doing this all on the fly. I don't know why I didn't put this in my notes as well. The actual signings, but I'm doing. I'm pulling them up. Excuse me, pulling them up on the fly. Alright, man, what we at with it? What we at with it? Browns. What a Browns. Alright, here we go. Addition. So they got Rashad Higgins, uh, Malik Jackson, a defensive tackle. Malcolm Smith, linebacker, former uh former Ram and also former Ram Troy Hill, cornerback, a great cornerback. I like him, young guy. Um they signed an offensive tackle. Linebacker Elijah Lee, linebacker Anthony Walker, um kicker Cody Parkey. Yeah, man, the 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 Browns, Cleveland, is becoming a hot destination, hot destination. So it's clear that you know these these guys are trying to load up on defense. I guess they feel like their offense is complete with or without Odell Beckham Jr. And they're like, all right, let's fix this defense. You know, our front our front is cool. Let's go get this back half correct. And you know, that's a splash right there. They made the splash. the The rest of the AFC North really didn't make any moves. So, you know. They're trying, man. The, the, the Bills, the Browns. are try- Why do I keep saying the Bills? God, the Browns are trying to make a, make some noise in the AFC North. Um, the Texans added a lot to their backfield. Mark Ingram, Phillip Lindsey, and one more. They they signed one more, so that backfield is crowded already with David Johnson back there. I, why? Why so many? That's like what three. Damn it, three starting running backs. I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, you could run a three-headed monster. We don't really see those anymore, you know, with, with David Johnson, Lindsey, and, and Ingram. But to sign all those running backs, and, and I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, who else did? So? Oh, it's of so the Bucks. The Bucks read they they basically kept everything in house, and they read up. You know, their defense and Brady And I just wanted to know where the hell did all this money come from Seriously, on on especially with the Patriots Where would all this money come from? I thought the salary cap was so pressing I thought that, you know uh, I don't think anybody's ever going to be able to do anything Oh, we're all worried about the cap Blah, 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 blah It don't look like anybody worried to me It don't look like anybody hurting for cash Everybody getting a bag, you get a bag, you get a bag It's bag season, you better go get you one That's what it's looking like, everybody's fine Nobody had a problem staying under the cap Everybody got under the cap and then just started giving money away Hell, what's that uh, what's everybody aging, Drew Rosen what? Hey Drew, can you get me a bag? All I need, I don't even need an M Just let me get half, let me get 500 racks Give me 500 racks and I'm set, I'm good you ain't gotta get me the, the the big M's, dog. You ain't gotta do that. You 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 ain't gotta do that. You don't. But you know, the Bucks read up. They they they're ready to try to make another. Re- they're trying to make a repeat. All right. They they're trying to get to a repeat. Then. The Washington football team, all right, so they let one-legged Alex go. One-legged, one-legged Alex is gone, right? One-legged Alex, he's, you know, he's limping off into the sunset, hopefully. I don't think he should come back. I think that he should just end it on that note. Even though he wasn't able to finish the season completely with Washington, I personally don't think he needs to be back in the NFL because I don't think he's going to start anywhere else unless the quarterback he's behind gets injured. Um, but I just think that, you know, you right, you came back, You won comeback player of the, of the year. Really don't think there's anything left for Alex Smith to do. But go home and enjoy his family and his money You did it You know But Fitzmagic, magic man Ryan Fitzpatrick has found himself in Washington And he's bringing Curtis Samuel with him And all I can think about is Scary Terry Curtis Samuel Ryan Fitzpatrick In the NFC East With Ant coming out the backfield Oh my Oh my god It's gonna be a problem It's gonna be a problem man It's gonna be a problem Hold on let me let me, let me pull this up real quick. I was just looking at the NFL posted this about the uh, the Chiefs and their offense. I'm not the Chiefs. The uh, What's it called, man? You got Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel. Teammates at Ohio State. They're reunited, man. They're reunited in the feels So good. But the red, the Washington football team, the offense is looking kind of stacked, man. They're looking like they can make a run at the division. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, run at the division. Um. <laughs> uh, let's see what else happened, man. What else happened? Oh, well, the Chiefs did beef up their line with Joe Dunny and Cal uh, Long came out of retirement and signed with the Chiefs. So they let a guy walk who was recovering from an ACL tear, right? And you know ended up beefing up the line, so they they definitely needed to do that. Um, Kenny Galladay. So Kenny Galladay, apparently, allegedly. Walked out of the Giants meeting, right? Walked out of the Giants meeting. Didn't like the way it was going. Went to the bathroom and FaceTimed the Ravens. Obviously, that Facetime call didn't go well because Kenny Galladay ended up signing with the Giants. My, I, here's what I think happened. I think that after Kenny Galladay got off the phone with the Ravens, he was walking back to the meeting room with the with the Giants uh, officials, and he was probably like, "Damn, do I really want to go to Baltimore?" And run uh, suicides for four quarters and do a bunch of cardio while Nick Boyle gets 250 yards receiving and two touchdowns a game. And Lamar's rushing for 200 and running for three touchdowns a game. Is that really an offense I really want to be a part of? No. So, he signs with the Giants. I get it. I get it. Ravens fans didn't like that joke. They didn't They didn't like that one. Then Lamar posted a Spongebob meme, you know, because of the Ravens and I signed receivers and... He was laughing, but I know he hurt Because you already know The Ravens about to either draft a tight end Or go spend money on another tight end Y'all know that The Ravens do not be- believe in wide receivers taller than 6 feet And it's sad It's sad They love they love them some tight ends though They love them some tight ends I made that joke on Twitter And this guy was like The Ravens will never spend $16 million on, on you know Spend 16 M's a year On a wide receiver And I said oh I know You gotta save that money For the tight end He said That didn't really make sense But good one Ha ha no nah, no nah, nah You was hurt I hit a, I hit a chord I struck a nerve I, I know I struck a nerve And he know I did He know he got the joke He know he got it Um, Speaking of wide receivers though Wide receiver who also Landed a job In a different city man A.J. Green to Arizona So now you got A.J. Green Fitz and DeAndre Hopkins, man. Kyler Murray's got some weapons. Kyler Murray's got some weapons, man. And everybody's just going out west, dog, man. NFC West. Poor, poor Russell. Poor Russell Wilson. Poor Russell Wilson. I know he ready to get the hell out of Seattle, man. He, ooh, How man. I know he tired of it. The Gold Rush out west. I know he ain't happy. Can't be. Not at all. Um. So a couple quarterback situations. So Andy Dalton signs with the Chicago Bears, and off the off rip he said they told me I was starting. So Mitch Trubisky ends up taking his talents to Buffalo. He'll be sitting behind Josh Allen. So you got Andy Dalton, cousin Kirk. Um, oh, and Jared Goff. Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers in the NFC North now. All right, okay. So that's what we're looking at now. But, you know, shout out to Andy Dawg, congratulations to him I guess you know what he did in Dallas was enough to earn him another job This is his third team, you know, he's trying to find another home After his long stint in Cincinnati But, a team who has not figured it out yet The New Orleans Saints So, Drew Brees retired Everybody clap it up for Drew Brees Congratulations on his retirement Go raise his three boys Hell of a career He retires and now you got 30 year old and hold on. Taysom Hill's 30, right? You got a 30-year-old Taysom Hill who is really not a quarterback. He and he turns 31 in August. He's a Swiss Army knife. He does everything but really play quarterback. <laughs> and you got a Jameis Winston, who's 27 years old. Just turned 27. Jameis can throw the ball. He can throw the ball. He got his LASIK eye surgery, so if he can keep the turnovers to a minimum, Jameis is. James should win the starting job to me. But it looks like they're banking on Taysom Hill, literally, literally and figuratively. Because what's that deal? What was that? Four years th- for 140 million. I, three. Oh my God. <sighs> Something about that just don't feel right to me Somebody just don't feel right Why he get that Four years 140 million 9.7 signing bonus That don't make no sense to me But they say the deal Was like It's a weird deal But I know Jameis got what Two years 21 million well, I, don't, I don't like that I don't like that I don't like that I don't like it You know Jameis was a starting quarterback At one point You know And y'all saw him twice a year I don't know I don't know I just don't like that I don't like it I don't like it That's just me That's just me But I can't wait to see the quarterback conversation I think Jameis should win that though If he comes If he comes with his head on the shoulders He should definitely win that Shouldn't be a reason he doesn't Um, But I think that's all I I wasn't going to run through each and every deal It was just a couple things You know That I saw in a free agency That made me be like Okay They not playing Now Couple guys got a bag, man Couple good guys that I wanted to get a bag Got a bag Now, Aaron Jones, bro Sitting in my girlfriend's house Sitting down watching television My guy Dom That hard Packers fan like myself He calls me You know, we, we don't really FaceTime that often But when we do, I know it's important So he FaceTimed me, I didn't answer I went to the group message And I saw him yelling. I said, oh, my God. went to call him back because I thought he was calling me with bad news. I wasn't ready to hear any bad news because I was already worried. You know, I didn't think that the Packers were going to sign Aaron Jones. I told you guys that Aaron Jones had been in Miami since the season was over, and I thought he was a dolphin. Well, five, six weeks ago, I I had commented under Aaron Jones' post when he posted about his boys and girls camp in Green Bay. I'd recorded, you know, i posted, oh, that boy's staying. And I had a lot of naysayers. I went back to that comment section after you got the bag. I could not believe that we did it. I couldn't. You know, I saw guys restructuring their contracts. But I didn't think we was going to get it done, man. I didn't think we were. Because I just knew that we weren't going to be able to give him give him what he was worth. And, you know, they made it happen. So Aaron Jones, four years, $48 million with the $13 million signing bonus. Happy for that young man Happy for him And he's happy to stay He's happy to stay He's happy to stay man Uh, You know Apparently there were teams You know offering him more But him and his age He told his age He didn't want to leave Green Bay I think you know he, He said it himself It's unfinished business You know that game He didn't have his best day In the NFC title game Against the You know back in January Against the Bucks And I think that he didn't want to End it like that in Green Bay and you know, start somewhere with a, a bad taste in the mouth. I think he wanted to finish it. You know, the domino effect of that is Green Bay loses Jamal Williams and he goes to um Detroit. Now I hated that because like damn now we gotta see that twice a year. And it's just like, man, I love Jamal, man. He's such a good guy, good soul and brings a lot of energy to the team. Gonna miss him and Tim Boyle also in Detroit now. That sucks. But I saw a lot of Fickle Packers fans. Who were upset about this deal. And I really don't know why. If you don't know why we re-signed 33. Then you don't know football. Simple as that. Simple as that. 2,212 rushing yards. 25 touchdowns. 829 receiving yards. And 6 touchdowns in the last 2 years. Do I have to say more? He's an elite running back. Who has the ability to score at any moment. And he's special. Think about that Philly game. This past season Defense was letting them back in It Offense was stalling Aaron Jones breaks off a what was that 77 yard touchdown run to shut the door in Philly Green Bay wins Not Jamal Williams Not A.J. Dillon Not Tyler Irvin It wasn't a Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Ball that sealed the deal It was Aaron Jones Aaron Jones 77 yard touchdown Aaron Jones damn Damning the second best Receiver on the team You got Aaron Jones Christian McCaffrey um, Chris Alvin Kamara Those are the three guys When we talk about Receiving backs Guys coming out of The backfield Those are the three guys I'm looking at I might be missing one But I, I think those are my top three those was my top three when we talk about those type of you know those those backs who can do both I just don't understand Packers fans man I don't get it five years ago do you guys have like well I don't know if you guys don't have an extensive memory like me but I have a very good memory and I can remember a time five years ago when we had a tight end convert to running back so he wore the number 88 I don't know if you guys remember Tom Montgomery, but we had a tight end. One more time. A tight end playing running back. Do you guys, Did you guys want to revert back to those days? Did you? Did you? It does not matter who your quarterback is or what receivers you have. You can have the best quarterback in the world. You can have the best receiving core in the world. But if you cannot run the football, you will not win a Super Bowl. You will not go anywhere if you cannot run the ball. If you are a one-dimensional football team, it does not matter how well you throw the football, you will not win. You won't. Ask the Chiefs. Ask the Chiefs. Ask the Bills. You can ask the Rams. Ask the Steelers. Remember what the Steelers were undefeated? You guys remember that? They couldn't run the ball. They could not run the ball to save their lives. They had Big Ben throwing the ball 50 times. That arm was burning. It don't matter who your quarterback is. It doesn't. If you cannot run the ball, you will not go anywhere. Then they ask stupid questions like, why draft A.J. Dillon? That's the dumbest question ever. He's a power back. 33 is a Swiss Army knife. Green Bay has a diverse backfield, just like the other successful teams in the league. You don't draft just to replace. I I think guys, especially Packers fans who who were you know we know about the Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers transition and you know with the Jordan Love thing you do not always draft to replace you have to get that out of your mind just because they drafted another running back did not mean that Aaron Jones' spot was about getting taken do you guys not do you guys not know football think about Ladanian Tomlinson LLT, Ladanian Tomlinson think about when i think about LT i think about his stiff arm the dives, breaking records, and you know, it's LT Lightning Bolt. You think about his time in San Diego, right? But one thing that sticks out to me about LT's career, he never got to the pinnacle. Those Chargers teams were fire. But you know what happened to those Chargers teams in January? LT ran out of gas. You know why? When you're when your running back is rushing. 30 to 40 times a game, and then taking and just getting hit bow, 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 bow for four quarters. And you run him into the ground because you do not have anybody close to or near his talent, close to or at his talent level. You run him into the ground. I remember LT sitting on the sideline with the big coat on, with his helmet on. With the score and not in the Chargers' favor Because there was nothing he could do anymore They ran him into the ground You do not want to see Aaron Jones get run into the ground That's why I was sad that we weren't able to keep Jamal Williams Now, throughout the the year, for fantasy reasons, I complained about Jamal I'm, Excuse me, I complained about Aaron not being on the field But when you think about it You don't want your star on the field every damn play you don't you want to have somebody who can take him out when he needs a breather. After a long run if he can't finish the drive. And you want that power back. Big ass AJ Dillon, nobody gonna want to keep hitting that in January. Look how he did the Rams. Look what he did to the Titans. Nobody's gonna wanna see that. So you keep punishing, punishing, punishing with AJ Dillon, and at any minute Aaron Jones can come back in and break a sixty yard touchdown on you because you're tired now. Don't ask dumb questions Don't ask dumb questions Congratulations to Green Bay Packers For doing what they had to do Even though we haven't done much since But I get it I get it We're going to keep everything in-house And if that's the case, that's fine But I would like to go get another cornerback Casey Hayward says hello That's all I'm saying Hell, even Richard Sherman Don't matter We need another corner And I think I'll be cool But I like that Who else got a bag from their team Rightfully deserved Dak Prescott, man Dak Prescott Now I know I came on here I talk about Dakota man I talk about Dakota Like a dog But I just be joking man. I like Dak Prescott I do Y'all yeah, I know I just gotta joke With the Cowboys man But four years $160 million $126 million guaranteed Much deserved deal And it was clear That they needed him um, You know And they owed him They owed him man They owed him They owed him After he had An almost Career threatening Injury, you know, under the Excuse me, under the franchise tag And, you know, Jerry could have played games If he wanted to Because somebody would have paid him For sure, somebody would have paid him Somebody would have paid him If it wasn't going to be Jerry, somebody would have kicked it out And I didn't understand why I saw the backlash with that one Because if one-legged Alex got it back from Washington Y'all would have thrown a goddamn parade So, let's not do that Alright, let's relax here, man Dak deserved it, and it is what it is, god damn it, he did, come on, don't act like he didn't, don't act like he did um, let's see, alright, so we got that out the way, oh, yes, let's get into this, because this is actually very interesting, so, the NFL locked down some new TV deals, okay, they locked down some new TV deals, let's get into that, what we got here. New big, what was that? Multi-billion dollar TV deals with different networks So everything will sort of stay the same in these deals Without a good through 2020, um, excuse me, 2033 Um, with exception of a few things So ABC will carry some games and two, two Super Bowls With their first in 2026 ABC used to do NFL ABC was doing NFL for a long time Um and then ESPN, you know, they they took over, you know, under the same umbrella with, you know, under Disney. But, you know, there's been no football games outside of college, um, you know, NFL games on ABC. So that's going to be pretty cool to see. Um, so ESPN adds six games this season, including three Monday night doubleheaders uh, with games on ESPN, followed by a game on ABC um, a Saturday doubleheader during this the fin- this season's final weekend One Sunday morning game Which will be streaming nationally and on uh, ESPN So it'll be on TV and ESPN Plus Monday night football games And this is cool Monday night football games will be able to be flexed for the first time To ensure better matchups starting week 12 So now we do not have to worry about a week 15 game Uh, nine and, I mean, six and whatever, six and eight Cowboys and six and eight Giants game, or, you know, we can get a great matchup now to be flexed out with maybe, you know, with playoff implications, you know, wow, wow, woo, hold up. Implications, implications was beating the hell out of me, but with playoff implications, man, so, yeah, I... I'm excited about this deal. I think it's going to be pretty cool to see Um, NFL Network will air select games. Amazon is now in the home of Thursday Night Football. Now, here's what, you know, I was like, all right, well, what what does this all do for me as an NFL uh, Sunday Ticket subscriber? So... And that's, well was Sunday Ticket could be on the move uh, Direct TV, they paid $1.5 billion a year for it And they say, I think, after the... I'm not sure if it's after 2022 or after the 2022 season So that's a big thing They could either have one or two seasons left But they're going to be done with it They say, you know, subscribers are down And they're, they're not trying to pay that much money for it But I'm pretty sure that I think ESPN... They're looking at it But whoever picks it up after them Was gonna do it better I think that, you know The Sunday ticket got stale I've been subscribing to the Sunday ticket for Five years This will be the sixth year Coming into 2021 Six years And it's just like It didn't get any better Or, you know It just Is what it is And the the prices are too high I've been getting a student discount The prices are too high Pay, And I think that you should be able to pay for your own team or, you know, it's just, it's different ways they could have did it, but, you know, improved it. But they didn't, and that's, you know, that's where we are. And But as far as the players go, players go, this will cause the salary cap to rise. So this is a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm excited for it, you know. This is a good thing. Glad they got these TV deals done. Let's see. Mm, do I really want to have this boxing MMA conversation again? I don't think I do. I really do You guys don't care about how I feel about that. So let's let's wrap this one up, man. I'm happy to be back here, man, on Electrified. Happy to be back, man. Make sure you guys continue to subscribe, like, retweet, all that good stuff, man. I appreciate you guys for bearing with me and everything, man. And happy spring. Happy spring, by the way. Happy spring. Um, I guess what well, we got one more episode left in March? Can't be, man. Time is flying. Let me check my calendar. Let me see. No, we got one more, two more episodes left in March. Yeah, we got Friday and then next Monday. All right, a couple more episodes left in March. Uh, Shout out to Stadium Scene TV for rocking with the boy. Thank you, guys. Once again, I will be back on Friday. And for the 133rd time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been Electrified.